Good morning. It's Ken Sternfeld for the Concierge Hub Conversation, kind of a week in review. Um, when I think about this week or almost any week, there's always a time when someone is trying to market to me, to sell me something, to do anything that basically enhances their business. I mean, that's the nature of the world we live in. People are trying to sell things to you. So my background is in sales. I was in the consumer electronics industry uh, for many years, 27 years. So as a salesperson, I always get a little sensitive to when people try and sell me things. I want to know, what. how do I feel about it? One of the companies that I always love that I didn't feel was selling me anything, uh, but sadly, they just announced they're closing some stores, was my wife would always go to Bed Bath & Beyond. And Bed Bath & Beyond would always offer these 20% discount coupons. And it was always a consistent part of their business that you would just go there. You had to wait for those coupons to come in in the mail. And then when you go, you would get that 20% off. And if you didn't have it, you didn't get the 20%. So it was kind of an ongoing culture of savings. And I always laugh at my wife when she'd come home and she'd tell me that, oh, I saved $100 at Bed Bath & Beyond today. And then again, being the one who has to pay the bill, I would think to myself, well, that means I just spent 500 So the interesting thing about marketing and sales is that you have to find a comfort zone. You have to feel that nobody's selling you anything, but they're giving you an opportunity to purchase something that has value. It's almost the value-based services that our medical healthcare system is moving towards. So if you're a service provider of healthcare, your services have a cost associated with it. You could be a doctor, a lawyer, a, you know, any, anything you're doing, there's a cost to your service. Sometimes they're hourly wages. Sometimes it's a project. Sometimes it's a salary. So how do you position yourself as a pharmacist for the value that you're bringing to the potential customer, the potential client? Well, I don't think it's a hard sell. I think if you try a hard sell and scream off the top of the mountain pace, like, oh, you got to buy now, buy now, uh, you know, one hour left, and then it's coming down off my website. Everybody's jumping on board. What's wrong with you? I don't know. I don't, I don't, get, I don't get enthused by the screaming and yelling. I get interested in learning more about what it is that I'm about to get involved with. Education in sales is very important. If you're telling someone that you want them to engage with you, to utilize your services, and if all you're doing is bringing it to the point of, well, normally we sell this at $3,500, but today, today you can get it for not $2,000, not $1,499. Buy now, buy now, buy now kind of sounds a little used car salesman to me. When I was in consumer electronics, one of the companies that I had tremendous respect for was Bose. Bose never discounted their product. In a world of consumer electronics where we eat our young, a product comes out and the next thing you know, it's discounted, 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 discount to the point that nobody makes any money on it. But Bose, and I worked with Bose, uh, when we did initiatives 
together when I was in consumer electronics. And they set a price and they stood at that price. They said, this is what we feel our product is worth. And if you don't feel like we feel that we're delivering a quality product, that's okay. Then maybe you can buy another wave radio or another uh, you know, loudspeaker system or another a quiet uh, headphone. They never chase the business. Now, I've been to the Bose Mountaintop in Framingham. Huge, huge company. Global, internet, I mean, huge company. But the culture of quality, and, and I got to tell you, this is, this is talking with experience. Their product, in some cases, was not the best product you could buy. It's just my opinion. But the marketing of that brand was extraordinary. If you were Bose, you were quality. Now, I think that the healthcare industry needs to present pharmacists as quality. I think we need to be, as concierge pharmacists, the Bose of healthcare. You can tell me that we're worth this much an hour, and because there are more pharmacists in the market, I'm going to depress the price to a less than that an hour. But if you are a value-based service provider, if you are offering your services, your solution at a fair price, and someone decides not to do it, well, that's their right. But don't don't say, you know, you know, was I don't know, putting pharmacists on sale, putting services on sale. Now I like sales. I mean, you know, everybody likes the sale. But it's all the way that it's presented. I feel that our profession doesn't need sales, doesn't need um, the ability to lower the value of the pharmacist. I think we need to raise the value. And whether it's education you pay for, or whether it's coaching you decide you want to do, think about the sales approach. Think about who's trying to get you to reach into your wallet and pay that money. I used to take my family to Disney Disney World every year. It was expensive. Spent a lot, you spend a lot of money at Disney. But I honestly never felt that I wasn't getting value. No matter what you pay, you need to look for value. So when someone tells me, that what they're offering me is worth $3,500 for a business coaching course or for anything. But today, they're willing to give it to me if I just write a check for $336 and pay that three times. I wonder, I think about, what am I really buying? Am I buying the hype or am I getting value? If you discount your product, if you discount your service, if you discount who you are, you can never raise your price again. You really can. You've, you've degenerated and gone down to really what it is. So when we talk to physicians, and not every physician is going to want a pharmacist in the office, but when the proposition is what we do will make them money, will increase patient outcomes, and has no out-of-pocket expense,
That's not a sales pitch. That's an opportunity for the physician to say, gee, I want to know more. I just got off the phone with a PharmD um, who is extremely excited about joining our team and going into relationships in other states that she knows to introduce the PharmD resident program to practices. And we have incentives of $500 just to do that referral. So, you know, you could work 10 hours, a 10-hour shift at $50 an hour and make that $500. Or you could advance patient care by doing what is like walking across the street, talking to a physician, saying that, hey, I'm not for sale, but we can offer you value. We can offer you enhanced patient outcomes. We can offer you more with less work for your work staff. So think about what your opportunity, your elevator pitch. We used to call it the elevator pitch. Door opens. I saw a great email from Blair Tielemeyer that I shared with my team. Because you need that elevator pitch. Don't oversell yourself. Don't talk about things that people don't want to hear. People want to hear who you are, what you do, and how you can help them. And if you can't get that out in 30 seconds, there's something wrong with your understanding of what it is that you're doing. You're a pharmacist. You want to enhance patient care. You'd like to collaborate with a physician in his or her office to raise reimbursement, and there's no out-of-pocket expense. I'd like to share some more information with you if you're interested. That sounds like 30 seconds of someone saying, get out, that sounds like a terrible idea, or, well, gee, I'd like to learn more. Well, let me tell you more and see about how we can match up our services to the needs of your practice. Do you have 20 minutes, 30 minutes for a presentation that we can make to show you the positive impact to your practice? I'm not saying that everyone is going to say yes, but I am saying that if you have your elevator pitch, if you have your understanding of who you are and what you're offering, it's like simple, keep it simple, kiss approach. And it can be and will be like taking candy from a baby. Those doctors need you. They want you. They just don't even know you're available. Make yourself available. Cross the street and be a PharmD resident one day a week. Go to rxvipconcierge.com. Contact us. Schedule one of the webinars, Tuesday and Wednesday. We had an amazing week. And the percentage of people who wanted to get engaged and come on board after the webinar was more important than the amount of people on the webinar. And we filled the room anyway. So to me, it's about presenting something and then having people say, yes, I want that. How do I have that? That's what you measure. Not the amount of people who listen, but the amount of people who listen and engage. So listen and engage. Come with us. Tuesday or Wednesday, 8 o'clock. You have a question, just call. Go on the same website. Schedule a call. Be happy to talk to you. Or just call me directly, one 844 my RXVIP. Anyway, it's kind of my weekend review. 
but it's kind of getting to the point where it's my life in review, where I'm just relentless and going forward with what I think is good. It doesn't make me right. It just makes me confident that I'm on the right path because I am a provider and I'm compensated for those services and every Fondy resident can do the same. It's Ken Sternfeld for the Concierge Hub Conversation and it's kind of the weekend review on Saturday, the 12th of October.